Welcome to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. Enjoy this new message from Pastor Brian Gibbs. Listen, we're going to be here for just the next few moments. Um, I'm going to bring a very modified short word of encouragement. I love this time of the year. How many of you love this time of the year? came with more than a golf clap tonight, didn't you? I know you did. I heard your shout. I'm not fooled. (laughs) I love this time of year. I love Thanksgiving. I'm anticipating Thanksgiving. I can't wait to have Bryn's turkey. (laughs) Tell you what, we we got a turkey big enough to feed three dozen people so that we can get arrested. No. (laughs) Oh, wait, we're not in California. Sorry. Sorry, Governor Newsom. <laughs> um, I just love this time of year and looking forward to celebrating. And I just I want to encourage all of you. You guys celebrate, celebrate, and celebrate big. Amen. Celebrate big. Don't let anything steal or rob your joy. The difficulties that you're facing, going through, don't let it happen. Overcome it and celebrate. Celebrate life. Amen. Celebrate life. Celebrate the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God. My, how good God is. How good he's been, how good he's been in our present, how good he's going to be in our future. Amen. He's good. He's so good. I want you to grab your Bibles tonight. I'm in Psalm 100. Psalm 100 tonight. And um, I've been notified that our pizza is arriving in 20 minutes. So... (laughs) <laughs> Cody, Cody, can I get a big God bless you back here? And the church said, Donato's is coming. For those of you that are watching online, we're sorry. <laughs> and we're not saving you a slice. Sorry. Psalm 100, shout for joy to the Lord. All the earth and worship the Lord with gladness. I love this. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. For it is he who made us. Oh, that's so good. Just make that declaration, he made me. Say it again, he made me. Shane, I'm not a self-made man. I'm a God-made man. Come on, say it, I'm a God-made man. I'm a God-made woman. Go ahead, ladies. (laughs) And we are his. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Make these confessions over your life. I am the sheep of his pasture. He is my good shepherd. I hear his voice. My sheep know my voice. And the voice of a stranger they shall not follow. Amen. We are his sheep. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Give thanks and praise his name. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. In 2020, what a year it's been. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. That's our confession. That's, That's who we are, victory. God has been good to us. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout all generations. I'm thankful that the Lord's 
faithfulness has continued throughout 2020. There have been days, there have been days and times where I just literally felt like the Lord was holding my hand like a dad holding his son's hand and just walking me through some days. And some of those days I was walking with some of you in some of those days of 2020. What a year it's been. You know, when I read this psalm, Psalm 100, when you look at it, when you think about all the thanks and the songs of, of joy and the praise going up, to me it sounds like God loves a good party. God loves a good party. In fact, when I think about just partying, you know, it was, it was in Cana of Galilee that Jesus performed his first miracle of turning water into wine. And uh, we've got our youth group right now praying over the water in the back. So you intercede with me while I'm ministering, and it's going to be a time tonight. <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving, of course, is a, is a national holiday that, that all of us love, and really we anticipate and we look forward to it. <clears throat> but um, we devote these days and we this time, this day, and we set it aside. But something I was thinking about today as I was in preparation is that we have biblical precedent for this kind of celebration. Biblical precedent. And ladies, just so you know, I really did a deep uh, word study to see if we had biblical precedent for Black Friday sales. And I couldn't find them. But just continue, continue, continue to pray for me. In my scholar, theologian, theologian, theologian work. <laughs> That's an inside joke for a few of us. But in the Old Testament, the Old Testament, the people of God, they were called to celebrate times of thanksgiving. Listen, they were called by God. They were commanded and called to set aside times of celebration, times of thanksgiving. And in the scriptures, they were called feast and they were called festivals. We have the Feast of Passover. Then we have the Feast of Unleavened Bread in early spring. Thanking God for their deliverance out of slavery in Egypt, right? And then also the beginning of the barley harvest. Then we have the Feast of Weeks, which came in early summers. Now, this was the Jewish calendar. The Feast of Weeks in early summer. They would thank God, actually, for the beginning of the wheat harvest, and then they had the feast or the festival celebration of tabernacles in the fall, which we're in right now. The Feast of Tabernacles, thanking God for the end of the harvest season. And God told them in Deuteronomy chapter 16, you can put this in your notes if you're taking notes tonight. Deuteronomy 16 verses 14 and 15, he says, Be joyful at your festivals, for the Lord your God will bless you. That's good. Be joyful in your festival, for the Lord your God will bless you. Tap somebody tonight when we get outside around that bonfire and say, hey, be joyful. Remember to be joyful, because the Lord your God's going to bless you. I've got four people that really received that tonight. <laughs> Tap somebody, tell them, be joyful, for the Lord your God. Go ahead, yeah, pinch them. That was good. I like that. Pinch them. <laughs> The ancient Hebrew people, the Jewish people, they were commanded to hold three days of thanksgiving. I want you to hear this really good. 
they were commanded to hold three days of thanksgiving. One of the days they were to celebrate their freedom. They were to celebrate their what? Thank you. They were to celebrate the next day for their land. For their what? That's right. The next day they were to celebrate their harvest. So they were to celebrate their freedom, their land, their harvest. Say it again. Their freedom, their land, their harvest. You guys are doing good. It's because you know pizza's on the way. I see. I know you. Yeah, yeah, I hear you down there, wherever that's coming from. But really, that's what we're doing. When we decorate the house and we decorate the table and we begin to cook, And we begin to set this time apart. We light some candles. We are setting time aside to celebrate our great freedom of this beloved nation. We are setting time aside. It's being set apart to celebrate our land, to celebrate our freedom. I love it. To celebrate the harvest. This is a time when we thank God for all that he's done. All that he's done in our past. And so often we, we somehow disengage or disconnect from our past. But this is a time where we need to really look back and relish all that God has done and how faithful he has been to walk us through every season of life, every year, every time. And everything that you're facing in the present, God is good. Remind yourself tonight, my friends, God is good. He's good. I want to encourage you to to do this, this Thanksgiving. I encourage you to set time aside, quality time, to pause your life and to spend time in prayer and thanking God for all that he's done. Let yourself reminisce. Thank God for his goodness. Often, as I was looking at Bren, I know one of the things that we often laugh about, but it can bring tears to our eyes as we always thank God for our bed at our house. And I'll tell you why. Right after we were married, my wife and I, we led about 25 people on a team down to Guatemala. And we were up in the mountainous region, and we were staying in what was called the Azusa of Central America. And the pastor there had been tarrying and praying that he would be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And he heard about the Azusa Street outpouring and Los Angeles, he took a ship all the way up by himself, all the way from Guatemala to Los Angeles, was baptized in the Holy Spirit, had encounters with God, took his boat all the way back, and when he arrived back at his church, he led his congregation into the infilling and baptism of the Holy Spirit. It was called the Azusa of Central America, and we were sleeping on the dirt floors of that church. I remember when the pastors were just basically begging me and Bren to sleep on their bed, which was pallets of wood, kind of like the pallets in the back. And, you know, I'm seeing a nice sight. The fire has been lit in the back. I can see it through the windows. Hallelujah. Come on. Isn't that good? I remember when the pastors kept asking me and Bren, would you please sleep on our bed? And it was pallets, wood pallets of wood that they had hay and straw and, and large leaves, and that they laid blankets over. I was, I was humbled to tears, and I told the pastor, no, no, we'll, we'll sleep on the dirt floor in your church. You enjoy your bed with your wife, but thank you for that. 
So often me and Brim will just thank the Lord for our bed. And thank the Lord for the little things. All things little and small. In Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2, it says, Devote yourself to prayer. Devote yourself to prayer. Be watchful and thankful. That's interesting how that's connected together, isn't it? Let me read it over you again. Listen to the word. Devote yourself to prayer. Being watchful and thankful. Wow. We need to remember that everything that we have been given has come from God. Everything that we have been given has come from God. James chapter 1 and verse 17. It says that every good and perfect gift has actually come down from above, from our Father of lights. Think about that. Every good and perfect gift has come down from your Father, from my Father, my God and your God. In Psalm 106, in verse 1, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, and His mercy endures forever. Even if you're going through a very challenging season and a difficult time, and many people are, and perhaps many people listening to us by way of online tonight that are facing difficulty, difficult times, remember this, to thank God for His presence that is not only with you, but His presence that is within you. Something I always do is thanking the Lord that He's not only with me, He has put His throne and His kingdom within me. That He is leading me by His presence and His voice. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 and 18. It says, Rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? Is that behind me right now? Rejoice always. Read it with me. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And the greatest gift of all that our Father ever gave was His beloved Son. For Jesus to come and give us the greatest gift of eternal life. Have you made Jesus your Lord tonight? I don't know everyone in this room right now that I'm looking at, but have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Have you received the greatest gift of all from Father God in His beloved Son? Have you received the greatest gift in all the world, in all the universe, that God gave everything He had to give in the consummation of Jesus. He was everything, the very centerpiece of heaven. Yet the Father willfully gave all that He had to give to purchase you. Have you received Him? Receive Him tonight. I'm going to read a proclamation to you. And this is going to take just a few minutes, but I want you to listen with your heart. Maybe you don't even have to look at me during this time, but I want to read this over you. This, is, this declaration is from a very, very important man. Honey, can you bring me our Appeal to Heaven flag? This proclamation that I'm about to read to you is from our very first president, George Washington. This is the flag that George Washington... had our military during the Revolutionary War. 
He said, when, you, when you've done all that you can do, you must now appeal to heaven against all odds, against the British coming, against all odds as this nation was just forming. He says, now we must appeal to heaven. And they had these flags made and flown from every naval ship that we had. They were, they were flown on poles behind horses. They were put everywhere on churches and out in fields that, that the American people would now bend and humble themselves and appeal to heaven unto God for his intervention. Appeal to heaven to God for his intervention. I'm about to, work, to read the words of President George Washington. This came on October the 3rd. 1789. Again, you don't even have to look at me. I want you to absorb these powerful words of declaration for Thanksgiving tonight. Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey His will, to be grateful for His benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and his favor. And whereas by both the House of Congress, by their joint committee, requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer. You hear that? To public thanksgiving and prayer. To be observed by all acknowledging with grateful hearts that many signal, signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them to an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their happiness and for their safety. And now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November, next to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being who is the beficient author of all that was and that is and all that will be, that we may then all unite in rendering unto him our sincere and humble thanks for this kind care and protection of the people of this country Previous to becoming a nation, for the signal and manifold mercies and favorable interpositions of His providence, which we have experienced in the course and the conclusion of the late war. He's talking about the Revolutionary War. For the great degree of tranquility and union and plenty, which we have since enjoyed, for the peaceable the rational manner in which we have been enabled to establish constitutions of government for our safety and our happiness, particularly a national one now lately instituted for the civil and religious liberty for which we were blessed and the means we have of acquiring and diffusing useful knowledge and in general, for all the great and various favors which he hath been pleased to confer upon us. And also that we may unite in the most humble 
offering of our prayers, our supplication to the great Lord and the ruler of the nations and beseech to him, pardon our national and other transgressions to enable us all, whether in public or in private sessions, to perform our several and relative duties properly and punctually, to render our national government a blessing to all the people. Wow, did you hear that? To render our national government a blessing to all the people. Not a curse, not a burden, but a blessing. This is our first president speaking. That it would be a blessing by constantly being a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws. Discreetly, faithfully, executed, and faithfully obeyed. To protect and guide all sovereigns and nations, especially such as have been shown kindness now unto us, and to bless them with good government, peace, and concord, to promote the knowledge and practice of true religion and true virtue, and the increase of science among them and amongst us, and generally to grant unto all mankind such a degree of temporal prosperity as he alone knows to be best. Given unto you by the hand of George Washington in the city of New York, the third day of October, in the year of our Lord, 1789. Are those powerful words? Powerful words. Tonight, I ask you to do this. I ask you to stand. And we're going to make some decrees tonight before we exit the room. Ushers, we are going to receive our offering in just the next few moments. If you would, if you'd like to take a hand at this time, feel free to do that. Heavenly Father, we access your throne tonight, and we thank you for the powerful, powerful blood of Jesus that has washed us and made us whiter than snow and has wrapped us in robes of righteousness so that we can boldly come before your throne of grace in time of need. And Lord, tonight we approach your throne of grace and your throne of covenant, everlasting God. In this great time of challenge for our beloved America, Lord, we believe we are entering into a new revolutionary era. And tonight we declare at victory a church of your presence. God, you are the faithful God. You are the covenant-keeping God, everlasting God, and you are the keeper of the United States of America. Do you agree? We declare, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that America will always be free, that we will never be a socialist or Marxist or communistic country in the name of Jesus. We declare this tonight. We declare that we are not going into bondage. We declare we are not going into slavery. But we are being prepared for the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit 
that revival and awakening is our portion in this hour in Jesus' name. We declare reformation to the United States of America. We declare that we will come through and prevail out of this darkness into the radiant light of your Son. Tonight, Lord, we declare peace and joy and thanksgiving and prayers and encounters with the Lord over the people of America in this 2020 Thanksgiving. We declare together, Lord, that every house, every house will be filled with your presence and peace. Holy Spirit, may you sweep from the Carolinas to California, from Alaska to Florida to Hawaii. And Lord, may you fill the houses of America with your presence and peace. Lord, tonight we decree healing to the sick. In Jesus' name, we just loose your presence over those that are lonely, those that are alone, those that feel helpless in the name of Jesus. Right now, we loose the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon even those that are thinking about taking their lives in the name of Jesus, we stand against that spirit of death and that spirit of suicide. In the name of Jesus, and we pray, Lord, may your presence envelop them, Lord, and deliver them and set them free from those chains and lies. We decree it so in Jesus' name. We declare refreshing upon the weary. I want you to say that. I declare refreshing upon the weary. Say it again. I declare refreshing upon the weary. We declare, Father, healing for the sick and full recovery. Full recovery. We declare life. We declare life from coast to coast. And Lord, lastly tonight, I thank you, Father, that I'm able to hold this flag, Lord, just as a, a representation of our founders and our fathers. I thank you, Father, with this family tonight for President George Washington. Thank you for our leaders, Lord, that went before us. Lord, we declare that we will not lose our ancient markers. But that, Lord, we will return to you now as we stand at the crossroads and look for the ancient paths and the old tried and true road. Return us unto you, Father. Tonight we declare, Father, we know you are bringing us into a divine turnaround. And we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Would you be seated? Ushers, if you would come. If you need an offering envelope tonight, just lift your hand high. We would serve you. Man, Doug, that fire behind you looks really good, brother. That is looking good. Light the fire. Man, that fire looks awesome. Woo, I'm ready. Give me my marshmallow in Jesus' name.
Yeah. You ready for a s'more, Jonas? You ready? <laughs> if you're online with us, if you're giving tonight online, which we hope you do, you spell million, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. Type that in the box as you give. We appreciate that very much. We appreciate that. If you're giving tonight, of course, you can just write it to Victory. If you're writing the check tonight to Victory. And for those of you that are online, it's very easy for you to give. Listen, every dollar helps, doesn't it? It's true. Every dollar helps. So thank you for giving. Thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, we thank you tonight that we are able to give. It is a privilege that we can give. Thank you, Lord, that every need is being met according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And, Lord, I speak provision and prosperity over the homes of victory at church of your presence. We love you. Thank you for this privilege to give tonight again. And, Lord, I also bless all of the food, every bit of this, Lord, all the desserts, all the fun. We bless this time. And may your joy just overwhelm us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Ushers, go right ahead. And um, just as soon as the ushers uh, finish up, you can consider yourself dismissed. Our pizza has arrived. Donato's. Somebody shout glory. Donato's pizza is here. We are ready to go. We're excited. It's going to be fun. I'll see you out at the bonfire. Listen, we love you guys. Let's enjoy this next phase. Those of you that are with us online, we love you. Thanks for being with us tonight. Wish we could cook you a hot dog. We'll see you next week. You're dismissed. Yes, final benediction. <laughs> love you guys. Thank you for listening to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. For more information, go to our website at victoryfla.com or download the Victory FLA app.